Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast. I'm your host, Camry Widmer, and today I want to dive right into it. We want to talk today about what other people think. This is such a tough subject, and it's really hard to overcome thinking and worrying about what other people think at the barrel race, at the rodeo, walking down the street. It's something that every single one of us struggles with, has struggled with, and has learned to overcome. And there's no doubt that no matter what you do in life, you're going to come across this from time to time. But there are a few things that, you know, you just need to remember when you're struggling with this. And the first thing is that 90% of the time, what you think people are thinking, they're really not. I learned that out of a book that my mom gave all of us kids. There's five of us. And when we were in high school or college or whenever she felt that it was fitting, she gave us a book called You Can Be Happy No Matter What. And I'll add a link to that in the footnotes of this podcast. It's a great book that everybody needs to read at least once in their life. We keep extra copies here to give out to people who are going through a tough time or are really worried or uh, whenever we feel that it's fitting, we hand this book over on a regular basis. You can be happy no matter what because a lot of the time what you think people are thinking, they're not actually thinking. We all have our own problems. We all have our bad days. We all look silly sometimes. We all make silly mistakes and it's okay. Most people are more worried about the silly mistake that they just made or what you thought of them. So just keep that in mind next time you get worried about what other people think but you're probably making a bigger deal out of it than they are. And the other thing is what they're thinking is none of your business. You know, as long as you're going out there and you're taking care of yourself and you're doing your very best to be better than the person, than the competitor, than whoever you were yesterday, that's all that matters. As long as you're happy with yourself and you know that you're doing what it takes to be your best, You will. You'll come out on top and they'll see that too. You know, they'll have respect for you because you're worried about you and nobody else. This is going to show up in so many areas of your life, especially in the arena. I'm going to share with you guys today my personal story and learning not to worry so much about what other people do and not worrying about what's out of my control. When I was in high school, I decided to high school rodeo a month before the first junior high rodeo. Uh, I didn't really get into it. For some reason, I had all the tools. My parents were into rodeo. They would haul me. I had the horses. I just wasn't into rodeo in junior high. And then I went with my dad a bunch, and I decided that I wanted to high school rodeo. It just clicked one day, and he said, okay, Cam, that's fine. But if we're going to do this, you're not just going to run barrels. You're going to have to pick up another event. So a month before my very first high school rodeo, I learned how to tie goats. And it wasn't a super easy task. I mean, I was pretty good at it, but I really enjoyed it. So I worked hard at it. And I had pretty low expectations going into my first year of high school rodeo. I mean, I got three points the entire year. But I was having fun. I was constantly improving. And at the end of the very first year, I think I finally made a couple of short goes in the goat tying. And my dad said, Cam, I hate to break it to you. You got a decent barrel horse, but I think that goat tying is going to be your thing. And I was like, well, I do kind of like it. So between my freshman and sophomore year, I started going to some clinics and started putting a little bit more work into it and really dedicating myself to becoming better. And by the time my junior year came around, I decided that 
I wanted to try to make it to the high school finals. I was working really hard. I was tying goats every day. I was reading books. I was, you know, putting in the time and the effort to be the very best that I could be. And I went into the to the first rodeo of my junior year in high school. And it was the very first rodeo. I've been practicing. I've been going to lessons. Like, I had been putting the work in. And I smoked them. I went out there. I won by a second, second and a half both days. Uh, and I was just, like, on top of the world. Like, yep, high school finals, here we come. Boy, was I wrong. The next eight rodeos in a row, I didn't place. I got my got ahead of myself. I started thinking, not necessarily that I was better than anybody else. I was like, oh, well, I can tie an eight. I can tie in seven. Like, I can win. And that's a good attitude to have. You need to know that you can win. But then I started watching the times. And that's what started to become my problem is that I started worrying about what other people did in the arena. And, you know, the girl before me, she'd go out and she'd tie an 8-1. So I had to be an 8-flat to win. Or, oh, man, I just bobbled my tie. Like, I've been doing so good. They probably saw that. And, oh, my horse ducks this time. He's never dug. I'm sure everybody's like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Like, she's been doing good. Why did her horse just duck? Oh, she just fell down. Like, wow, that must have hurt. You know, she looks so silly. And I got fed. I got, I got locked into what other people were thinking of me and I was trying to compete against the clock and trying to compete against the other girls instead of just going out there and making my very best run. I was letting the things that I couldn't control get in my head. I was other people can't control them. Their thoughts, their times, their horses, their parents, the judges. I can't control any of that. I can't control the weather. I can't control what my goat did. And I had to learn that the hard way by making too many mistakes and trying to compete with things that were out of my control. I didn't do well for eight rodeos in a row, not a single point. And here I am trying to make it to the high school finals, and all they have is 20 points, and we're eight rodeos in. So I worked really, really hard at it, and I had to really work on my mental game and I got to where I wouldn't even listen to the times. I might watch the goat tying, but I tried to block out those times as best I could. If I saw them, okay, no big deal. But I didn't go looking for the standings. I didn't go look and see what the results were from the day before. I'd go check my draw. I might try to find out what the goat did yesterday, if it went left or right, or if it sucked back. You know, I might ask those kinds of questions. But besides that, I didn't ask anything because what the girl before did was out of my control. How they're built makes a difference. You know, if I if I can learn that a goat goes left or goes right or sucks back, then I can take what I've learned and what I've practiced for the last however long and what works for my body and adjust to it. But if I try to be like somebody else specifically or do exactly what somebody else does, that's not going to work. I mean, I have to take the things that I've learned and apply them, but each of us creates our own style. So make sure that as you're watching other girls and you're seeing what they do, like I'm five foot two and I have short legs and I'm a compact little person. Uh, my legs move pretty quick versus a long-legged girl. Some of my best friends are, you know, 5'10", 5'11", and they're going to move a little bit different how they get to the go. I mean, there's just different variables that we need to make sure that we don't compare ourselves to them. Learn from them. Work with everybody that you can. Learn as much as you can. But don't compare yourself to everybody. And don't worry about what they think. Just go out there and do your very best. 
once I learned to overcome that and I put the practice in and I worked on my mental side of the game, then I was able to go in and I placed in the top three or four every single rodeo for the rest of the year. I won all three rounds at the high school, the state finals, and I made it to the high school finals and ended up fifth in the nation. But it took me missing out on eight rodeos in a row because I was too worried about what other people did and what other people thought to stay focused on what I needed to do and just going out there and having a smooth run. So focus on what you have control of when you go out there and just have fun, be smooth, and do your best. On another note, this last weekend, a friend of mine and I went to a barrel race, and she was on a horse that she had gotten back from the trainer. And it's a really nice horse. He just has gotten a little bit excited. Um, He did some futurity stuff. So he's been amped up a little bit. We've really been working on keeping him calm and just regaining control and respect The lady that had trained him for her to take to Futurities does a great job, but there were just a few little things that we wanted to work on to fit my friend's style a little bit better. And when she went to the barrel race, she did a great job. She had control of the horse. The horse was listening to her. She felt confident when she got done with her run. And we'd taken videos, and she wanted to send it to the lady who had trained him for her. And when she replied, she was worried about what she thought, you know, because She'd helped her, and she had been somebody that she looks up to, and she had done a good job with the horse. And she, had, My friend had switched up a few things, like she started taking him to the left instead of the right just to gain a new perspective, just to try something a little bit different for a while so that she could get comfortable with him. And it was working really well. And the lady that she had sent him to, the trainer, was just questioning, like, oh, why are you taking him to the left? Well, when that kind of stuff happens, It's okay. You know, they're just asking as a trainer myself and working with different people. They just want to know what you're doing and why. You know, that horse is yours. At the end of the day, that horse has to work for you. What works for the trainer, yes, you want to learn as much as you can about their style and how they've trained your horse, but you still have to make that horse yours at the end of the day. So sometimes if you have to tweak a little thing here or there, it's okay. If it's your lesson person who is just helping you with your groundwork and your horsemanship, or if you're actually sending your horse off to get trained, learn as much as you can from them, but it's okay not to be exactly like them. As long as your horse is working for you and you're gaining that respect and that control, don't worry about everything else. Every single one of us is different. Where our legs land on our horses, where the length of our arms and how we pull and how strong we are and the energy in our body. There are just so many variables that go into it. It's not like we just get to adjust the seat and the steering wheel and push down the throttle. It's not the same. These horses have minds. They can feel our bodies and our energy. 100% respect your trainers and your clinicians and the people that give you lessons, but also give yourself a little bit of room to be different and to have your own style and to make it work for you. 99% of the time, any trainer or clinician that I've worked with only wants to see you do better, and they completely understand if there's a little thing here or there that you have to adjust. What you can't control, don't worry about it. The bottom line is having fun, gaining respect, continuing to learn, and just progressing at a rate that you're comfortable with. 
And when you feel that kind of fear creeping in, remember what Proverbs 29:25 says. It is dangerous to be concerned with what other people think of you. But if you trust the Lord, you are safe. When you go into that arena, before you ever get there, say a little prayer and just remind yourself and, and ask God to help you remember that we're doing this for him and that we're just thankful for everything that we get to do and all these opportunities and that at the end of the day, all we're trying to do is be the best person that we can be in God's eyes and that what other people think doesn't matter because when it comes down to Judgment Day, who we are in God and as long as we're making ourselves the best that we can be for him, then the rest of it's going to all pan out and nothing that anybody else thinks can change that. And just ask God to remind you of that and just help you stay focused on, on your purpose and doing your best for him. That'll make a huge difference in your performance. And I hope this helps you guys out today. I know that I struggle with it. I know I have friends that struggle with it. And I know that we all go through different phases in life where we're overcoming it and then we struggle with it again. But stay competitive, keep having fun, focus on what you control, safe travels, and good luck. Are you a high school or college rodeo student wanting to college rodeo? At RodeoKids.com, you can find a listing of all the schools that offer college rodeo programs, as well as a Recruit Me page. Just fill out the form, upload a video, and click Submit. Your name will be added to our page where rodeo coaches can find you. All you have to do is visit RodeoKids.com and click on the Advancement tab. Again, that's RodeoKids.com and the Advancement tab. <laughs>